0: sober is a dark kind of sad song and it's about the vices that we choose and I had this idea in my head like how do I feel this good sober so I brought that idea to danger and um, with this awesome girl Cara DeGuardia we wrote this song sober and it's a pretty telling song and um, and then me and Tony Canal and Jimmy Harry finished it production wise Threw some strings on it and made it a little bit darker and a little bit more rocky. And I don't know, it's just, oh, it's, it's really really personal, beautiful song. And... One of my favorites.
1: Welcome to The Original Doll, I'm your host James Rodriguez, on the show I unpackage music with the people who create it, and I read the letters of love to those who created these favorite songs of yours, including songwriters, producers, and more. And at the same time, we give back to charity. For more information, visit www.TheOriginalDoll.com, big shout out to my patron patrons, thank you for joining me on this journey, we have a lot coming your way. and. As with every episode of The Original Doll, any audio recording, ripping, stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if you see anything leaked, please report it to the webmaster. Now we're going to get right to my theme song, Iconography. iconography? The
0: original doll.
1: Our next guest has worked with so many icons worldwide, including Britney Spears, Madonna, Kylie Minogue, Pink, and Kelly Clarkson. We have returning guest, songwriter, producer, recording artist, and more, Jimmy Harry. We're going to talk about the creation of Pink Song Sober, Funhouse, and Kelly Clarkson's song Low. Now, what's been amazing about the work that we've been able to talk to with Jimmy Harry is, you know... Yeah, many people were like, I only knew him as RuPaul's supermodel. I didn't realize he worked with Britney Spears' Touch of My Hand. I didn't realize he worked with Kylie Minogue. Well, this has been the best part about being able to interview so many people in the industry is when we get to know them, you know, usually we would just see them in liner notes, open up an album, open up a CD, and just here's the credits. But by me being able to interview and talk to them, we're able to learn where they picked up music, where they came from, and... Oftentimes, as you've noticed already, many people in the industry have worked with other icons. It's not just producer A has only worked with artist A. You could have Producer A working with artist A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. And that's Jimmy Harry. Many of you have reached out to me saying, Oh my goodness, I did not realize RuPaul supermodel, that was Jimmy Harry. And he also did Britney Spears Touch My Hand, and he did Masterpiece Madonna. This is the part I love about the show. Now we're gonna talk more about Pink. Now Many of you are Pink fans. I was able to see her last year in California, this year in London, and I want to give a big shout out to my Yorkshire ladies, Nicole Morgan, Stacy, and Bree. We enjoyed the Pink concert in London. What's been amazing is she has been an artist that has been able to genuinely release music and have that connection with her fan base. She's also been somebody who's been able to make fun of herself with like So What or Stupid Girls, and at the same time, Do songs like Sober or Who Knew? Songs that really hit close to home. So we're going to talk about those. But I want to just give a big shout out to everyone who's listening. Thank you so much. And have no fear. We have a ton of interviews coming up. We've been trying to get as many interviews together as possible to make sure that we have the right publishing so that we get it out there to you all as quickly as possible. But we're going to get right to this. And as I continue my conversation with Jimmy Harry, we talk about the fact that Pink has been an LGBTQI plus ally for years and years and years. Now, here's my conversation with Jimmy Harry. On with the show. Now, Pink is somebody I just went to. She's somebody that I've seen from like the NSYNC tour early on. All the way through, I saw it, this Bottle Rock Festival. She's just, she's a storyteller, and I think she's one of the the greats, in, in my opinion, of what she has done and what she can do. She's, and a, so, she's
2: a beast. She's a beast. She is, like, unbelievable. Yeah.
1: So, how did you, and two two questions. So, we have... Uh, Mirka from Finland. She said, I love Pink. My favorite song is Funhouse by Pink. It's cool. It's the same title as the album. Can you ask Jimmy Harry how working with Pink was? Does he get excited that the song becomes the album title? And that was Mirka from Finland.
2: Yeah. I mean, we were Funhouse. Like she was coming. We like wrote some song, which I can't even remember what the name of it was the first day. And it was right when um, she was getting broke up with her husband so she was like you know in a state about it and um the next day we just would kind of we're like she's a drinker you know so she brings over a couple nice bottles of wine we start drinking at like two in the afternoon and she's talking about it and we i was working a lot with tony canal from no doubt no doubt And, and and tony's like the sweetest guy ever and um you know we were, I was like, actually probably now that I think about it, cause it's like, I, I didn't really realize it till like a uh, uh, while ago, but the do, 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 I was playing that riff, that melody on the guitar just the whole time. I don't know what it was. Like, like that, you know, and like, we were just kind of, you know, like I'm, i'll i be playing like guitar all the time it's sort of i'm really annoying that way or piano or whatever i'm like you can't like and so we're talking and she was telling me like about how she had to break in through the the story is just true she had to like literally go break through her doggy door and the paintings she like had to fit smashed up paintings and tony said wow that sounds like a fun house <laughs> so it was like tony's and she go oh my god it is and we're kind of like fooling around we were like drinking like you know like and it was like probably like about nine at night and we started like um you know uh right actually writing the song and it came pretty quickly because we just had had all these ideas and you know um probably wrote the song like 30 minutes you know like and did a did uh like a really, the three of them, like very rare for like, you know, like kind of this music, but we just kind of, we're, it was so late and we just wanted to do like, you know, like kind of quick demos. So Tony plugged in the bass, I played guitar and she sang it all at once. It's probably like, 90% of the vocal one take like kind of live on it you know like. I
0: dance around this empty house tear us down throw you out screaming down the halls spinning all around and now we've pictures evolved. framing up the past your taunting smirk behind the glass this museum full of ash once a tickle now a rash this used to be a fun
2: house 90% of the vocal one take like kind of live on it you know like um, that's how good she is and uh, um, yeah and I how, feel like she
1: I was gonna say how soon did you know that this was gonna be okay this is the title of the album and where was she this called in me the next day. finishing the album
2: it was it was the very end like literally so like she called she called up like me the next day and said hey jimmy i just want you to know the album's going to be called fun house and fun house is going to be a single and it was like the demo like it was like it was like it was like basically like sounded like we were like i mean apart from her vocal but like we were like drunk out of our minds and like you know kind of like just trying to hold it together (laughs) and like she says yeah it's going to be a single i'm going like Okay, easiest demo I've ever made to get a cut ever. Like, like really, like it was like five minutes. You know, like okay, well, is everybody plugged in? Let's go! Boom, 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 boom. Like one take through it. That was it. Um. And uh, yeah, so she called up, and then she came over, and we're gonna like write some more more songs. Like a week later, and she said, "Oh, I think I'm done, but." I have this song that, like, I did with Kara that this, I forget who's the producer, Danger. Um, yeah. Da- Danger. Danger. Danger um, like, it's just an apple loop, and he's he can't, it's, it's, he doesn't get it. So can you finish it for me? And so we, you know, I worked on that one and kind of rebuilt the whole thing. totally totally different song from like what the demo was but it turned out really good you know went for this sort of like uh you know under the bridge chili peppers live with uh guitar and uh, mm-hmm. you know kind of again went like nuts on the strings and and all that and then she came and she sang the opera bit like in the second verse which I love because I love opera I'm a big opera fan
0: the quiet scares me because it screams the truth. Please don't tell me that we had that conversation oh, no, Cause I can't. won't remember Save your breath cause what's the use? Ah, ah the night is calling And it whispers to me softly come and play But I, I am falling And if I let myself go on the Safe. Up high,
1: nothing can touch me. Happen out for a quick second to talk a little bit about the vocals right there. Now, this is what's amazing is that Pink for the song Sober was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance back in 2010. I always point out to people who ask me, you know, why are you a fan of Pink? There are many things. She's a, a lyricist. She is a vocalist. She's a performer. She is a gymnast. She is all of these things in one. But I think Sober truly, in my opinion, separated her from many people that she was being compared to throughout the years. And as you know, here on the original doll, I don't like saying this artist is better than that artist. Everyone has their own lane. Everyone does what they do very well. Pink oftentimes gets overlooked. Many people early on wouldn't think of Pink as her as peak vocals, if you will. But with this song, she truly separated herself. Now a little bit about the chart success for the song sober. It went number one in the US on adult top 40 It went number one in Germany on airplay It went number one in the Czech Republic. In the US on the Billboard Hot 100 it peaked at number 15. Now, Pink as many of you know, is a global artist a country that continually gives pink the most love is Australia. As a matter of fact, Sober is five times platinum there, with sales over 350,000 copies. In the UK, this is gold certified. It's double platinum in Canada. It's gold in Germany, Denmark, New Zealand, Switzerland, Austria, Brazil. I wanted to talk about this because this is an artist who not only was able to chart and sell well with her quote-unquote pop songs, but she was also able to do it with songs that vocally are so over-the-top and great and delicious. So I wanted to point those things out. And if you're a fan of hearing me break down these songs, check out and add Patreon. Just go to www.theoriginaldoll.com. And if you're enjoying the show, do me a favor, you know, review, rate, go to Apple Podcast. You know, give it a rating on there. Go to Spotify, give it a rating on there. Amazon, give it a rating. Uh, this is the way you help continue this, the original Dal James Rodriguez. What I've always wanted to do is really talk about these successes and the stories behind these iconography, this this iconic song, these iconic artists, because it's important. Sometimes we overlook and don't really appreciate something at that point. Years down the, you know, the road, we go, oh, I get it now. And that's what I wanted to do with these. So that's for Sober. Now, the great thing is, at the time of Funhouse being released, okay, and if you don't have the Funhouse album, check it out. It came out in October of 2008. And I talked before about there were many singles released from it. And it's true, there were seven singles released from this album. Now, this is what's amazing. Nowadays, we know when a song comes out, maybe they'll put the first single out, maybe a second single, then the album, maybe a third single, then move on to the next album. So what the lead single from the Funhouse album was released in August of 2008. Funhouse was released almost a year later in August of 2009. And the last song from the album, Glitter in the Air, which if you haven't seen the Grammy performance, go to YouTube and check it out. But that was released in January of 2010. Now, Funhouse itself, if you haven't seen the video, check the video out. It is hysterical. But for Funhouse, it peaked at number three in Canada, in Poland. It on the UK charts peaked at number 29. The US Billboard Hot 100, 44. And once again, certifications silver certified in the UK, gold in New Zealand, platinum in Canada, and two times platinum in Australia. That's right. So we're going to get right to this. And like I said, thank you so much for listening. We're going to continue on this episode. But let me know what you think about hearing those separate parts where you truly hear Pink's vocals standing on their own. Let me know. Hit me up in my comments on Instagram, the dot dot original the.original.doll, or just go find me the old school way, www.theoriginaldoll.com. Now on with the show. That's funny that you keep mentioning opera because it, this is the question from... Uh, your number one lesbian fan, Marnie from Toronto. She said, there has to be some sort of musical or opera breakdown and background because Pink's vocals on this are insane and this goes beyond pop standards.
2: I was so like impressed because I was like, I'm, you know, like if there's anything kind of like that, like I love, I just like hearing something different in records, which I think, um, you know, so I was like, you know, like, I was like, it'd be cool something like if we could do something like Carmina Barana in it. And she was like, all of a sudden, she starts wailing it out, like, just saying, like, and it was like, you know, sing this melody, she was, woo, 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 you know, and it was like, oh, you, you just like, she floored me. I was just like, it's like amazing.
1: And the, the crazy thing is, this is still at a time where albums, like 2008, 2009, where albums were still. You know, I always say it's the Janet Jackson of it, where she could release like eight, nine singles from an album and keep going. This album of Pink's, so you had two singles from there because it was Sober and Funhouse. And I remember the Sonics behind this were just all over the place. And to me, it just further cemented, you know, Pink as really being in a lane of her own that Sober is not a song I would have thought of that would have ever been a discography from the artist who I loved most girls and You Make Me Sick and things like that. But she's an artist that has evolved in such a genuine way. And with that evolution, she's also not been afraid to expand her vocals, which Sober, I think, and for the listeners, if you don't know, I always say, like, everyone, is okay if you've never heard these songs. This is why I love being able to, like, Introduce people because you know, get new fans to this and everything. So, you find out Funhouse is you know, hey, it's going to be the name of the album, and you know, then you find out Sober, and she's also performing these songs live. It's the Fun House tour, the summer Fun House tour, and everything. How great did that feel? That and this is decades into your career that one of the biggest stars out there named this album. Oh, it was after it was, that,
2: it was like. It was, like, really, like, I mean, it was transformative for me because, like, as cool as it was to do, like, let's say, like, like you know, like, starting off with, like, you know, RuPaul and Kylie, even though my I think I like, might probably have done one of the more legit Kylie songs, you know, like, um you know, like, it was just, it was, it just allowed me to do different things, you know, like, it was, it was, it was one of those points when you think kind of like your career is over, like you think like, okay, it's done. I'm going to have to like time to start scoring films, blah, 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 blah. And um, you know, and Tony was just like, you know, like a like working with him, like, you know, he kind of saved my life because I just met him and we became friends and you know, we yeah, were... Yeah, how did at, that we, happen, we were, by the way? Um, a friend of ours um, hooked us up uh, and um, we just started hanging out and messing around. And when we're, we're both at Coachella, we're backstage, and like Pink came and said, Dude, I'm going to get Pink over for a session. And, and he did. And then it worked out. You know, <laughs> what can I say? It was great. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it, you know, like every everything's kind of like, you know, like I feel like my career is running in slow motion i think if you put it like if you like most people have like three or four year careers you know doing what i do you know like and so like you know if you look if you put it look at this three or four years it's a pretty insanely great three or four years (laughs) but since it's been like i'm now i'm on like 30 years of it it's like okay man this is taking so long you know to do it but like all together it's pretty it's pretty dope you know I'm not mad at myself for it.
1: Up next, we are going to be talking about Kelly Clarkson and the song Low. Now, this is something that's kind of different than most of the songs that we've talked about. Low itself was released as the follow-up to the lead single from Kelly Clarkson's debut album, Thankful, back in 2003. But in the UK, it was released as a double A-sided single with The Trouble With Love Is. Now, some chart history on "Low." It peaked at number two in Canada, number 11 in Australia, number 14 on the mainstream top 40. And this is what's awesome. Think about what I talked about with Pink in Australia. This single, "Low" by Kelly Clarkson, in Australia is gold certified. That is right. So we're going to talk about this, the creation of it, and so much more. On with the show. The amount of questions that I get for you and these compliments and everything, because we have, here. here's another one. This is uh, Fran from South Africa. She says, if you talk to Jimmy Harry, please ask about the inspiration of his songs with Kelly Clarkson. I know that sometimes songs for other people is hard to do. Is it nervous when you make a song and then it becomes so close to somebody's heart when it comes out?
2: Oh, I mean, like, well, I mean, there are two songs. Um, but I I did two songs with her, and there's a couple of things I did with her that didn't
1: come that went out. to other artists, right? No,
2: actually, both of them are uncut. Like one, like there was this really great song actually, and it's like kind of one of those moments when yeah. you get really mad at the world, but somebody leaked a song, and um, you know, it, it was. I think it would have gone on if it had hadn't gotten leaked, but it got leaked, and then it was what it was. Um, And then uh, there was another one she did called um, I'm in love with the boy that's in love with you, um, which is great. You know, I mean, the label was a great title. uh, Oh, it's such a good song. It's such a good song, you know, but, you know, it's like probably, I think she was just kind of like, you know, like the thing about artists are like, if they don't feel like, you know, I think when she wrote it, maybe she was like in a different like place than when, it got uh you know like you know sort of was like ready for a record i think like when she was like wrote it she was brokenhearted and then she was happy so like music has to kind of reflect that you're like happy and stuff it's, it's a banger though. the label was like trying to get her to do it for years and she just wouldn't do it you know so it was my voice but See, I, that, I loved it it, it happens a, you know it's a, it's it's a part of the gig man it's part of the gig you can't like, you, you just have to you have to like you just have to be happy with making music and making what happens if you you know have been, I have driven myself crazy with it so like I've learned not to <laughs> but you know, um, like after all yeah, this like, time I
1: finally learned that
2: <laughs> but like low was like you know like actually like a very personal song for me which was the first song she did and it was like again it was one of those kind of like reinvention things I had like You know, it was like the beginning of the 2000s and I'd gotten dumped by this girl who just totally played me. And I was in New York and it's like I like kind of like saw her and kind of we had it out and I kind of got the picture of what was going on. I was staying, actually, I think, at the Chelsea Hotel then, and I went to the bar of the Chelsea Hotel and started drinking martinis and um, by myself. And when I woke up, basically, the whole lyrics for "Low" were like on my computer. I don't remember writing them, you know. And um, I, uh, you know, like I just kind of found out around with it forever you know and um i think that's when i was writing with shep a little bit and like i had this great publisher back then um at EMI ben groff and he he's really like one of the reasons why like all those songs got like cut and um i was writing with shep and shep was like Let, let's call up ben and um see what ben thinks of our songs and so I said, hey, Ben, we um, have got some songs to, like, uh, play, so here you go. Um, and I played one, and Ben was like, oh, that's good. And that means it's like, oh, nobody's ever going to get lingo. And I said, I, I look, look, look at Shep, I'm like, no. Nope. And then it's like, the Shep's like, play, play him the other one. And so I play him another song, and Ben's like, that's good. I, said, I guess I'm striking out. Let me play you my sour grape song. So I sang him a little bit of Low, like on the guitar. I actually wrote it on the piano. And he's like, that's a fucking smash. And I was like, no, it's not. Nobody's ever going to do that song. And so Ben literally like, called me very politely once, like basically once a week, once every two weeks. Have you demoed Low yet? I was like, no, nobody's ever going to do that song. It's too bitter and sad <laughs> <laughs> and finally like I, guy you know finally like he talked me into it and um you know ben got it cut with kelly clarkson boom done Let's see this- it was such a per it's such a personal song you know so it's just like it was like really weird to hear it like on the radio because it's like so bitter and it's just like every word of it's true like i didn't re- write it it just happened it appeared one day like you know and it's like a real like it's a real like kind of homage to like elton john like it's like kind of like you know some like someone saved my life and that kind of vibe too as well
1: Well, it's crazy because I had a a love letter, if you will, from Pilar in Mexico City. And this is what you go right to. And it said, Low by Kelly Clarkson is my best song ever. I think they mean their favorite song. And she sings so good. Can you ask the songwriter producer, how do you make songs so personal that makes it feel like everyone is feeling it too? That's that's (laughs) right there.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like the best ones are actually like, you know, they're better when they're like, um have some bit of truth to it, you know you
1: know so how did that feel then hearing her vocals on that like reliving that, you know what I mean that aspect because oh it's this, just like this really, is a it's great really singer.
2: embarrassing it's really embarrassing. I mean, you're not like focusing on how good a singer she is. you know, like Danielle Brisbois, uh, I don't know if you know her, but she like,, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she sang the demo for that and her. Her vocal for that also, like, pretty stellar.
0: It's cool you didn't want me Sometimes you can't go back But why'd you have to go and make a mess like that? Well, I just have to say before I let go Have you ever been loved? Have you ever had a friend that let you down slow? When the truth came out, were you the last you know? Were you left out in the cold? Because what you did was
2: know I have to say, so like, I mean, I, 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 I do like Kelly's version. I'm sort of more attached to Danielle's version of it, to be honest. and everybody loved that song that was like that was like that that kind of brought me back to life you know like that one because it was like a songwriter favorite song every everybody loved that song
1: how did it feel working on ultimately an album that was for and at the time we didn't really know much about what american idol was you know what i mean like oh i was like i was like a little bit.
2: I was a little bit like apprehensive about it, to be honest, you know, like, cause I don't really watch TV and I didn't, wasn't watching the show. And I was like, you know, is this the right thing? Like, you know, you didn't, you know, and it kind of like it, she had a moment with it, like, but it wasn't like, again, it, you know, like she really blew up on the next record breakaway that's when like she became huge but like it did open the doors to that happening and um <clears throat> you know it was just definitely a, a a thing where it was kind of a risk you know to be honest but you know the other thing was there wasn't there were nobody else wanted to do the song so that was kind of that was what was gonna happen you know like it wasn't there wasn't like you know if, if it had been a choice you know she may not have won out you never know
1: if you enjoyed these conversations, please make sure to rate the show and review it on your preferred streaming platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any other way. And follow me for more information. You can go to www.thoriginaldoll.com or hit me up on Instagram, the dot or like a period, original dot Or you could go on Twitter at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z, TikTok, the James Rodriguez. I'm going to leave you with this song and have no fear. We have more coming up with Britney Spears, Kylie Minogue, Madonna, Janet Jackson, collaborators, and more. My name is James Rodriguez. I'll see you on the flip side.